Hey everybody, welcome back to the Honest Aquarian Podcast. I am here on a early Saturday morning because I have schoolwork. <laughs> I'm here with my cup of coffee and ready to dig into all things doctoral. Yes. And can you can tell I'm excited. But before I do that, I wanted to share something with you which is why I wanted to podcast about uh, two things. I wanted to expound on my last podcast, which was Exposing the Narcissist, and then also talk about karma and the narcissist. I don't think I've talked about that or discussed karma and the narcissist as, as a single episode. I'm sure I mentioned it in previous episodes, but I wanted to talk about the last episode and exposing the narcissist and just kind of clear up some things because I got some feedback about that. And a lot of people, um, not a lot, but some of the people that reached out to me were saying, well, you know, I think the narcissist should be exposed because of X, Y, and Z. And some people felt like, you know, I, I, nobody came to me and said, you know, they thought I was wrong, but I wanted to clear up some things and say, this was my personal feeling about exposing the narcissist. If you truly feel like you need to expose a narcissist on a public platform or let people know that this person is horrible, that's something that you have to decide for yourself. And when you decide for yourself, if that's something you want to do, consider the the results that could, you know, the consequences, the results that could um, come from that. And also ask yourself, what will I gain from exposing the narcissist? What will I, how is it, how will this enhance my life by exposing this person? Will it make me feel better? Will it potentially change the way people treat the narcissist? And let me just be clear on this end. You have a right to tell your story. So I'm by no means saying don't say anything about the narcissist. Um, because you know, just keep it quiet, keep it to yourself. No, you have every right to share your story with people that are close to you, your family, your friends. I was more so coming from a place of, you know, going on websites and posting this person's name and information or going on Facebook and, you know, publicly tagging that person. Because I think in, in the long run, it just, it, re- it reflects badly on the victim. Because people are not, chances are they're not going going to just turn around, especially if they have this good, image about the narcissist especially if they feel this person's a great person and they've always felt well he's always he or she's always treated me well so where you know they're just bitter because the person broke up with them or they're just bitter because the relationship didn't work out and not that you should care what people think but it's not going to help you if you're trying to get support for you know being in a relationship with an abusive person because narcissists are abusive and you know, and I felt like I needed to clear it up. I didn't, I don't, I don't, I, I think I got well received. My last podcast was well received, but I felt like, okay, I, I didn't feel like I really, um, based on some of the feedback, I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not sure if I explain myself, uh, as clearly as I would have liked. So I don't want people to feel like, oh, I shouldn't say anything because, I don't, you know, the narcissist, we should keep that quiet and, you know, just focus on me. Yeah, you should focus on you, but you have every right to tell your story. And like I said in the last podcast, I tell my story through through my podcast, through my blog, 
And there are people who know him personally, you know, have personal ties to him. And I told them how, you know, they asked what happened. I told them. So, yeah, they do. They, they, they've heard my side of the story. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with telling people, hey, he's a narcissist. He did this and this and this and this. You know, I, I'm more so like, you know, just just randomly going on Facebook or social media or, you know, those kind of things. Like I've I've known people that have done, done like newspaper ads and exposed someone. And, you know, you got to be careful with that kind of stuff because, for one, you don't want that bad energy coming back on you because you can't possibly, even if you do feel good about doing that, it only lasts temporarily because guess what? You're still going to have to deal with the issue, which is that person did something to you that made you feel bad. And now you're trying to pick up the pieces and heal from that. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't didn't retaliate and, and confront his new girlfriend about some of the things he was doing. And because it's like it's, it's pointless. I really felt it was pointless for me, but it's all a personal thing, to be honest. And it's something that you have to really think about and say, hey, is this really worth me? going through the motions to expose this person, is it worth it? And what do I gain from it? What do what do you gain from it? And nine times out of ten, I'm gonna be honest, the narcissist family and friends, they pick up on something. I, let me just tell you, they know something is up with that person. Something is up with that person. And it takes a really, 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 really good actor to be able to hold up this false sense of uh this facade for years on top of years which i know is capable there people are capable of doing that but nine times out of ten that their family and friends are aware um of some things that the person is 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 doing they they see some some of the person's um negative characteristics but they don't um look at it they just look at it as okay that person has flaws so even if they do acknowledge that the person is you know, got problems, they're not going to side with you for the most part. I mean, some might, some might, but they're really going to really take the, the, the narcissist, um, side and just label you as crazy and, uh, deeply affected by the breakup. Trust me. And I, I, I'd never went to this person's family and said anything to them about his actions because I felt like it was pointless and I didn't need to do it. And they know, they know that he has problems and issues and they can see the pattern that he has as far as dating women, his relationship patterns. They see it. So I don't have to say anything. And if they choose to believe this person's life is, is great. And they choose to believe that this is a great person that's on them. That's their family member. You know, we all have, we all have family members that we know. Okay. This person has issues have you know, problems. They're still your family. So going up to their family and telling them that this person is horrible is going to really make you look bad and they're going to not like you. So I just feel like it's a personal decision if you choose to do it. Um, Sometimes for some people, being exposed is their karma. And I'm not saying do it, but is this something that you really have to think to yourself? I'm so sorry, guys. I should have turned my phone off. It's something that you have to um, determine is do facing the, the the aftermath of exposing someone they can they can file legal charges against you and that can really get you into some trouble so you got to be careful when you do expose the narcissist but I wanted to clear that up because I didn't want people feeling like I wanted them to keep quiet 
be silent victims, not speak on anything. Definitely speak your truth. It, it's your story. It's your story, and you have a right to tell that story. The narcissist can tell their story if they want to. I mean, that's the right we have as 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 humans is to, to express ourselves, express our feelings, and express our, express our emotions. But um, yeah, just be careful with that because the narcissist is very conniving. They're very manipulative. Um, they're very vindictive. So when you do expose them, be prepared for them to come back full, uh, full steam ahead and come and come for you. And, and, and it's going to be pretty, pretty strong and they're not going to, they're going to be relentless. So just be careful with that, um, exposing them. And even when, when you, when you are, are exposing them to the new person in their life, I know a lot of people say, well, I want to prevent this person from being hurt. You can't prevent that. I mean, I don't... Nine times out of ten before you get to that person, the new person in the narcissist's life, they've already been groomed. They've already, they're already attached. They're already feeling like this person is the greatest person on earth. So it's going to be really hard for them to detach. And you have to remember, you're the bad guy. The narcissist has painted you as the bad guy, and the narcissist has told them that you are this bad person who they had to leave because of how crazy you are. And then for you to turn around and just tell them, hey, tell the new person, hey, this person is a narcissist. They did this and that to me. They're going to be like, oh, he's right. Or she's right. You are crazy. But again, that's the personal choice that you have to decide on. Is, is it worth it? Is it worth you going through all these different extremes to prove that someone's a bad person when really all you need to do is focus on yourself, focus on healing because that, de- that delays your healing. You're, and then, okay, you tell the new person this, the narcissist is a bad person. They're going to get kind of offended. They're going to be like, well, you're trying pretty much telling me that I have a bad choice in, in partners because I've chosen this bad person. No. So then they have to prove to you you're wrong. He's not like this. She's not like this. I'm staying with him. You know what I'm saying? So got to be careful with that when you're trying to. And I know it's hard because you really want to feel vindicated when you expose the narcissist. You want to feel like, okay, he hurt me. He, he or she hurt me. I need to pay back, get payback so I can feel some type of, of vindication for this hurt that I'm feeling right now. It's normal. It's normal, and you have every right to feel that way. It's when you act on it, and you have to re- re- realize emotions are temporary. So in the in the heat of those emotions, anger, um, rage, whatever it is, you got to remember that at some point those feelings are going to subside. And if you act on a on a on a situation based on those emotions, you can really get yourself into a lot of trouble. So you got to be careful with that. And so I'm saying that as a as a a forewarning, like, don't do it because there's so many things that can happen that can really put you in a bad space and it can further delay your healing. You're an adult. You can do what you want to do. But I just, that's this is the reason why I chose not to do it because I know that it could have gotten so far out of control. And I have too much to lose. Think about that. You have too much to lose. If you have kids, if you have a, a, a great career, if you have great businesses going on and you know, entrepreneur and whether you work a nine to five, whatever it is, you don't want to put yourself in a position to lose that over someone 
who's not even worth it. The narcissist is not worth it. Like I told you before, they don't bring anything to the table. So let them not bring something to the table with somebody else. Yes, you're hurt. Yes, it sucks. But there's so much more to life. And I truly believe, and this is where the whole karma and the narcissist comes in. I truly believe karma does come for the narcissist. And even though we don't see it, a lot of us want a front row seat with our popcorn and we want to watch it all unfold. And yes, some people do get a front row seat. Last week, I think it was last week or the week before, I had someone come to me and they we were just kind of catching up. We hadn't, we hadn't spoken in a while. And she was telling me some things and just, I'm not going to go into details of the story, but basically, you know, this person she was with was a narcissist and years had gone by and she's, you know, and just by coincidence, she was able to get her front row seat in witnessing the narcissist and getting his karma and just seeing that the narcissist hasn't changed. The person hadn't changed from the time that he was with her to his new relationship. And other people that I've talked to that I know know that um, were with narcissists were able to get, you know, information, intel about how, and it's not necessarily them looking for it. It would just come to them about the narcissist hasn't changed. The narcissist is still doing the same thing he was doing, he or she was doing when they was with the, the ex. And it's like, they do get theirs. And we may not always get a front row seat to it. But just know that being a narcissist, period, is karma. Waking up every day needing people to make you feel like you are special. Needing people to make you feel, or in order to feel validated. That's a lot of pressure. on Just having to wake up every day and have that kind of pressure on yourself. And then when you don't get that supply, you go into this downward spiral. You, th- you thrive off of supply. And when you don't get it, you're a miserable person. Unlike healthy people, you wake up in the morning, you feel good, you know who you are. And that's why it's so important to have a strong sense of self when you get into these relationships. And that's one thing I didn't have. I didn't have a strong sense of self. I didn't have the self-love that I should have had, that I have now. I should have had that years ago. Not just with my my ex it was with people before him it's so important to instill within yourself self-love love yourself acknowledge your strong points acknowledge your skills acknowledge what you bring to the table so that when you do get with someone they don't have to tell you what you bring to the table or make you feel like you have to earn their love or you have to fight for their love and that's what the narcissist wants you to do. They want you to fight for their love so they can, so, so they can feel special. They'll intentionally go out. Cause like, think about when you first dated the narcissist and how great they were. Then as time goes on, they become these monsters. Now all of a sudden they can't do anything. They can't go out with you. Oh, I got something to do. Oh, I can't do that because I got this going on. Excuse after excuse. And this is why it's so hard for people that have been in narcissistic relationships and they see the narcissist has now moved on with someone else and they're treating this person so great. It's because when they ended things with you or if you ended things with them, 
the end, the tail end of that relationship, chances are things were so bad. The narcissist was treating you so badly that now to see them treating someone else better than the way they treated you before. But you got to think about how they did you when you first started dating them. Chances are they did somebody else before you like that. It's an, it's a never ending cycle and that's how they live their life. And, and that has to be miserable. That has to be. And, and even if they don't see themselves as being miserable, just think about all the different transitions they have to go through. Every relationship, you have to start all over again. That's a lot of work. And it's unnecessary. Narcissists put themselves through unnecessary turmoil because they, that's their life. That's their identity. If they didn't screw over their victims, they wouldn't have an, an identity. So outside of screwing people over, that's all they have. And this is why I say they don't bring anything to the table. And even in the midst of your hurt, you have to understand that. I'm not just saying this. I've been there. I was there. I was hurt. Devastated. My therapist told me not to use that word, devastated. But at that time, that's what I was feeling. That this was the most, the worst thing that could ever happen to me. Is having having all of my goals and dreams about this relationship come to a very quick halt. And knowing this person was already in a relationship weeks after we broke up. So now I'm thinking, okay, you were clearly seeing this woman before we broke up. So now you're you're a liar. You're unfaithful. Why I, really? This is a cycle of the relationship. And God forbid, God forbid that the person that the narcissist was with got to them before they could get to the to their their uh <laughs> their partner. Because their narcissistic injury, oh my god. So that's what I was dealing with. I was dealing with a narcissist who um had been, you know, his the his partner before me. She got out of there. She pulled a fast one on him. So now you got a narcissist and you have a narcissist who is, whose ego is completely bruised. So now he's really going full, full on crazy on, on the next person. He's going to take everything out on me. And that's exactly what he did. And then after he got over that, he moved on to someone else. It's all a game to them. So when you think about all these things that the narcissist does and has done, that stuff comes back. You reap what you sow. When you put bad energy out there in the universe, guess what? It comes back. What goes up must come down. You attract what you are. And I mean that for the narcissist. You put out bad energy, guess what? It's going to come back to you. Someone is going to come into your life, into their life, and, 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 and raise all kinds of hell. Sometimes a narcissist gets got. <laughs> Let's be honest. Sometimes they meet their match and they can't handle it. They can't handle it. So then that, that's in their cowards. Guess what cowards do? Cowards like to bully other people. They like to hurt other people. But once they meet their match, guess what? They're a victim. The narcissist is a victim. After they've victimized us, the, the, the empaths, the good people that in their lives, once we find them out and we tell them about themselves, 
oh, they're a victim. All I was trying to do was be a good guy. I heard that so many times. You just don't appreciate me. They always feel underappreciated. They always feel underappreciated because it's a way of playing games with their partner or their, their victims. I don't want to say partner. Partners for somebody in a healthy relationship. They're victims to continuously prove to them that they're worth their love. The narcissist's love. So I'm going to keep telling you that you don't appreciate me. And you're like, what, what am I supposed to be appreciating, first of all? Because right now, at this point in the relationship, you do, you do absolutely nothing for me to appreciate you. But there's times when the narcissist will come through with a gift to keep you reeled in. So they'll buy you nice gifts. I heard it all the time. Oh, you just don't appreciate me. And it's like, okay, this is your way of making yourself a victim and to keep me in a in a constant cycle of feeling like I have to do, go out of my way to prove how much I'm a, they really think they're God's gift to earth really and this person that I was with thinks he's God's gift to earth because a lot of women were after him I'm like they can have you <laughs> even when I was with him and in love with him I'm like they can have you because at this point like even in my at my worst I still knew that I deserved better it was a constant fight because I knew I deserve better than this. Like something's off here. This is not how relationships are supposed to be. I know what I deserve. And because he refused to give that to me, I was constantly trying to make him do it. He just wasn't going to do it. Do I miss that? Hell no. Because now I know this person was faking it. It was a, it was a facade. Anytime you can go from being this nice, nice guy to this horrible monster who says all these mean and nasty things to somebody out of anger. If you're a really good person, this goes for people who are not even narcissists. Let's take the label of narcissist out of it. If you're a good person, there are just certain things that you just don't do because it's just not in your character. Yeah, we have our times when we get upset. We might say things we don't mean and we go and we apologize and we try to be better. The narcissist apologizes, but he has no intentions on being better. It's a formality. Let me apologize so I don't feel like the silent treatment. They'll go days without speaking to you because it's to teach you a lesson. Now, if I go silent on somebody, it's because I just don't feel like this person appreciates me or, you know, and I've been in situations and friendships like that where I'm just like, I'm just not going to deal with this person anymore because... This is not worth my time. I'm in a different space and I don't have time for this. And I, just because of what I've been through, I don't have time for a lot of foolishness. So I will go silent on somebody. And it's never to teach, teach them a lesson. It's just for my own self-peace. But there's a difference than going silent on somebody to prove oh, you better do right the next time. Or I'm not speaking to you. It's so childish. It's so childish. So keep in mind that whenever you think that the narcissist is not getting theirs, they may not. They may not. I just saw a meme, and I'm going to find it. Let's see. There's a meme that talks about that, and I posted it on my – I'm going to post it on my Honest Aquarium page, but I did post it on my personal page. And it says – let's see here. The clean-hearted always win in the end. Remember that. And the person that wrote this – meme or posted it on their page I reposted it on my personal page I personal Instagram page they said you can't win being dirty ever I don't care what it looks like at the time and she says I don't care what it looks like at the time sorry like my mama always says you'll get by 
but you won't get away with it. So you got to keep that in mind when it comes to the narcissist and karma. They may get by for a long time, but they won't get away with it. There are people who have gone on years doing horrible stuff to people. And then as they get older or when it's their time, boom. So just because karma doesn't work on our time, remember that. So that's why it's so important that you don't focus so much on the person getting their karma. And I know it's easier said than done, but you have to focus on something positive. Focus on yourself first and healing. Number one, focus on bettering yourself, instilling self-love, um, really get into a place where you, you love yourself to the point where it's like, I will not get into another relationship with someone. And if and, and you know, and you notice red flags and being able to walk away in the spot, in spite of it, I really like this guy. I really like this girl, but they're showing some signs of, of, of toxicity that I cannot deal with. And I have to move on. And you have to, and those, are, those are horrible decisions. You have not horrible. Those are decisions you have to make. And it may feel horrible at the time because you like that person or you feel like that person, especially if you are in this, the dating phase and you really, really want to be with somebody, check that. Because you got to be able to be by yourself first, even if it means that you won't be dating for a while. And I truly believe you should take at least a year off when you've been in a relationship, when you've gotten out of a relationship with a narcissist. Because there's so much damage that has been done over the course of the time of that relationship that you have to undo. You have to undo that trauma. You have to because if you don't, you're going to bring it into the next relationship. And chances are you're going to attract another person who may not necessarily be a narcissist, but they're not going to be good for you. So do I think that that karma comes for the, for the narcissist? Absolutely. Absolutely. It just doesn't come in my time. See, we want the narcissist to get theirs right away so we can feel a little bit better about the pain that we're, we're going through but no that's not how it works you deal with the pain you move on you heal and then by the time the narcissist does get theirs and you happen to hear about it you're in such a different place that you almost feel sorry for them or you just like you don't care you're just like well sometimes it works like that then some people they it happens right away. They break up the, with the narcissist and, and a month later they find out the narcissist, something happened. So it, it does, it, like I said, it doesn't have a time. It doesn't have an expiration date. Karma does not have an expiration date. It comes when it comes. And whatever you deserve is what you get served. If you're out here hurting people, manipulating people, calculating on how you're going to hurt people, gaslighting. Just think about all the horrible things that the narcissist does. Look at our president, our so-called president. I don't even want to call him a president. Look at how he's carrying on. And I'm like, at what point is this going to stop? But karma doesn't have an expiration date. You just got to trust the process and trust your process as far as healing and understand that, it, and, and sometimes the narcissist may be getting theirs and we just don't know about it. That happens too. We just don't know about it. We don't. 
And it's not, you know, and, and why it happens, I don't know. But sometimes we just don't. And then there are times when you hear about it through the grapevine. Somebody's talking and all of a sudden you find out the person, you know, I wouldn't go looking for it. Because when you're looking for it, you might find something else that'll hurt your feelings. So, I, like I said, I'd strongly advise not to look on any social media pages of the ex-narcissist or the new person in their life. Don't do it. Heal from within. Get yourself together. Find happiness within yourself. And just move on and live a better life because life... It's so much better after the narcissist. And I'm not just saying that. I've lived it. I've experienced it. Life without the narcissist is extremely better. Because, like I said, they don't bring anything to the table. Like, when I look at who I was years ago, or let's say a year and a half ago, up until the time that I broke up with the narcissist, I was a person that, I was toxic. I... Also had a great heart, but I allowed past trauma to cover that up. So I was very defensive and I was extremely defensive in relationships. So I often expected my partners to do the work for me, meaning, you know, love me the way I'm not able to love myself so I can feel like I'm important or feel validated. And it, and that's the reason why most of my relationships were horrible, horrible and they just were with horrible people. But I say that to say, you know, the person that I am now, no. Just there's certain things, there's certain criteria that you must, you must meet before anything, before I even allow you into my life on any level. And that's what pain does to you. And I chose to use my pain as a, as a positive experience by helping other people but it's also helping me in, in forming better boundaries when it comes to relationships with men. Way better boundaries. There's certain things I just don't tolerate anymore. So when I look back at the relationship I was in with the narcissist, really? Just horrible. It just brought nothing to the table. And I'm not trying to be mean or vindictive he really didn't bring anything to the table and I highly doubt he's bringing anything to the table in this new relationship he's faking it nine times out of ten they get with women who are successful who have things going on who have goals visions they'll say they have goals they'll say they have all these things going on but this person he had the same goal for like three years but wasn't working towards it I'm encouraging him to you know, he's always talking about it. And I'm like, oh, you know, you should really go for it. I think you should, oh, well, you know, of course, baiting me to, to, you know, feel sorry for him or to make him feel like he was worthy. Oh, you're a good guy. And that's normal, what, what, what you should do when your partner asks for, you know, your support or wants your support or says they have a, a goal or something they are trying to attain, obtain. But this person... You're just saying that just to be saying it now at this point. Oh, I'm going back to school. Okay, go back to school. I had got my master's. Of course, I want you to, to excel too, academically. That'll be great for you. Kept saying it, never did. He didn't have kids. He didn't have any major responsibility. So what do you, come on. And this is not to say that people who, you know, 
I'm not trying to put down anybody who who says they have goals of going to school and they haven't done it yet. But for me, it's just with this particular person, I, I just felt like it was more so something for them to say than they didn't have any intentions on doing, which they usually do with narcissists. It was just something for him to say to make himself feel better, feel good. Because, again, their ego is is all they have. So if I can make myself feel like I'm somebody important and, I, you know, I'm going to go to school, too. You're going to school. I'm going to school, too, to get my master's. It's a competition. You can't be better than them. So, you know. Whether he's doing that now, I don't know. Don't care. But he wasn't on my level. And I can say that with all assurity. He wasn't. He wasn't on my level. Narcissists are not on anybody's level, to be honest. They're just, they're just taking up space. Taking up space. And, and in the process of, process of taking up space, they're trying to destroy your sanity. So for that, yes, karma will come for them. Because you just can't do bad in this world and expect bad not to show up because every action has a reaction. So if you're doing bad... Bad deeds, hurting people, saying mean things, guess what? That's going to come back to you in some form. That person's going to retaliate or somebody's going to retaliate. Something is going to come your way because of all these seeds that you've planted. You reap what you sow. You've sown all these bad seeds. If a farmer sows bad seeds, guess what, is, what, the, what the crop is going to look like once it you know, grows, whatever. It's going to be bad. So if you're out here sowing bad seeds, it, it works in life. You're sowing bad seeds into the universe. You don't think that stuff that you're going to reap bad? And just because it happens for so long does not mean it's not going to happen. Just because a narcissist has gotten away with it for so long does not mean they're going to keep getting away with it. So I wanted to end on that. I hope that you got something out of it as usual. I want my podcast to be meaningful, to be helpful. Send me an email if you have any questions. And also, if you want me to read your questions on the podcast and, and give you information or insight onto those questions, feel free to send me emails. And I can um, read them on, I may read them on the podcast as well. Also, you can reach me at email thehonestaquarian at gmail.com. Um, if you want to reach me on IG, my hand, IG handle is at the honest aquarium. And I think that's about it. So I hope again, I hope this podcast is meaningful. It reaches you. It helps you want to, you know, improve yourself and to do better because you are worth it. You are worth it. Despite the fact the narcissist tried to break you down. The narcissist try to make you feel like you weren't worthy. You are worthy and you deserve the best. And on that note, I'm going to sign off. I'm going to get this homework done and I will talk to you guys later. Have a great day and I'll talk to you later. Bye.